Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, December 15th, 2014. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. Well, you know what? Holy hell. <laughs> After last week and the L-U-C-K-Y fiasco, I can't say the name because she is literally right behind me, um, the, the, the freaking out of the cats lasted Oh, last week. The dogs were bit off too. I'm gonna chalk it up to the full moon. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been nonstop. <laughs> it's it's been nonstop. And my son and I came to the conclusion that we will not be putting up any, not any, uh, holiday decorations this year. Because last year, and this was pre L U C K Y, um we had a brand new, brand new tree, but a nice, it was about eight foot. Oh, hell, don't you hear she comes? <laughs> I bought a brand new um, tree, about eight foot, lights, you know, the whole nine yards. And I swear to God, now I, I want you to think about Garfield the cat and Snoopy the dog getting together, throwing a party with unlimited catnip and raw hides or maybe some beer. And that is my house on a normal day. Well, imagine putting Christmas decorations in the midst of it all. Yeah, um, my brand new, my brand new tree was um, well. We, we didn't put any, we didn't even put any bulbs on it last year. We just plugged it in, put it together and plugged it in, and they were all nice enough to well disassemble it for us. I had a schedule <laughs> so that poor tree is still in the box and I we thought about putting it up but it really is more hassle than it's worth and um, I believe oh, she's right here I believe Lucky is now the new mascot of the Ask Alley podcast uh, it was Darren for the last what uh, 10 11 years and I believe the torch has been handed to Lucky because now when I start talking Darren leaves and crazy cat arrives so we'll try we'll, we'll try to get through this without her interrupting too too much now what I want to talk about today is how to write an effective spell I've been writing spells uh, God I think most of my life even when I was little and I didn't I, of course I didn't realize it was a spell I knew if I wrote these words down and said them you know some some cool things would happen depending on what I put in the words and since then, well, I've been writing them, and I used to teach people how to write spells, and because I had a class on it, and I wrote the four books about gypsy magic, and there are spells, and um, I used to write and cast spells for people, but that's all that's all a while ago. <laughs> I don't do any of that anymore, but I still do spells for myself, and for my family, and for close friends when they ask me to, and. Even though I don't do them professionally for people, I still read a lot of books on magic and spellcasting because it's still an interest to me. I still, I think all skills need to be consistently updated and tweaked. You know, nobody ever knows everything. So you gotta keep learning. And a lot of the, the books I read on spells and spellcasting, they make them to be so damn difficult. And there's nothing difficult about casting a spell. There should be nothing difficult about it. Uh, 
it, granted, it's based on what type of magic you do practice, because there are different sectors of magic, but it all basically comes down to the same thing. You're manipulating energy to create an outcome that you desire. That's all magic is. So whether it's manipulating energy enough to open up a gateway to bring spirits over, or to send them back, or to um, bring you opportunities, or love, or money, or to shove away negativity or somebody that no longer serves you, you know, in a positive fashion anymore. It's all about shifting energy, all of it. So I'm going to give you a few tips on how to write an effective spell. And again, these do not have to be difficult. An effective spell, the number one component, the most important component of writing and casting a spell is your energy and your intentions. That's it. Even when I was casting spells for other people, granted my intentions were important, but never as important as the person who wanted the spell cast. So always keep that in mind. Your intention, your energy, your thoughts are the number one component in a spell. The second component is um, words. It doesn't matter how many words you put in a spell, just as long as they are focused. It doesn't have to be so narrowly focused, but focused into a point. You got to put in the spell what you're looking for. You know, you don't want to be too vague, but you don't want to be too specific. I want to attract a love that is six foot four, broad shoulders, dark hair, and blue eyes. Now, would I like if such a man would show up on my porch? Of course I would. <laughs> he would like it too, trust me. But um, I would not make a spell to be that specific because Maybe a man who is six foot four, dark hair, blue eyes, is not what's good for me. Maybe it's more of a five eight guy with blonde hair and brown eyes. But he won't show up if I put in the other specifics. Get it? So, looking for a good love. Anyways, so you have, the words are are the second most important. All spells have a like a a good play or a good movie or book has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay. In the beginning part of the spell, you, um, I, I, I like to have everything spelled out for me. I don't want to go looking for things, so I like to have all my supplies and what uh, what type of moon phase it should be, what's the best date I, can, I should be casting it on. Um, and there are books and you know websites that can help you pick the best day and um, the best moon phase and whatnot. But I like to have all that spelled out. I like to have best cast on, you know, full moon, best day to cast on, Friday, which is the best day for love, by the way. Um, Sunday is for luck, just throw, just throw that out there. Uh, incense used, I, I've always used frankincense, so either frankincense or bay leaf. Bring a bay leaf is always very helpful. So I'd have that in the, in the beginning um, what type of stones I need, if any, what type of herbs, um, candle, color of candles, and any other type of supplies I need. That's, that's the first part. That's the pre, I suppose, the pre, pre-spell, writing everything down like that, and then you get into the actual spell itself. So you would want to write the, the good opening, the good opening first, and it's just like the first act of a movie. It's a setup, and you spell out who is in the spell and what is the spell for. Um, for example, let me think of a good example. I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, 
Yeah, my 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 mind is going blank. Well, that's 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 pretty good, isn't it? As I'm doing, as I'm doing this. Um, oh hell! See, I haven't. Can you tell I haven't written a spell for a long time? Um, how about this? You put whatever candle, if you're going to use a candle, put the candle in the middle of your workspace, light the candle, and as you light the candle to recite, this candle represents myself as it burns, so burns my spirit. Or something something along that nature. Um, and then you light another candle, maybe next to it, um, you know, take take the, the, the green candle, light it and put it next to it. And as you light it, recite, this is, this is the candle that represents the money that's being attracted to me on a daily basis. Okay, so that's just a, a beginning I threw in there. They really don't go together, but I'm just trying to get you to know what I'm talking about. So that's the beginning. And then after the beginning, you get that they all situated. Who, who's going to be in the spell? What props are you using in the beginning of the spell? You want to then go and write the end the wrap-up at the end of, of the spell. And you're probably asking yourself, well, where, where's the middle? <laughs> Isn't the middle kind of kind of important? Well, of course it is. You know, of, of course it is. But it's easier and the spell flows, flows better if you write the beginning and then the end. So, the end. What are you doing? Insane cat. Okay, so the key components that are found at the end of a spell, you want to restate your purpose or your goal, which is what you stated in the beginning. You want to bring positive forces to surround and protect your goal. And if you've used any candles or any herbs, say what you're going to do with them after the spell is complete. Okay, for example, um, say we're doing it for money and we've used patchouli, the oil, uh, not the oil, the, the herb for this. Um, I would say something about um, as the candles, as these candles burn, I don't know, take the, I'm trying to, I should not write spells on the fly. I'm horrible at that. I'm horrible at anything on the fly. Because if you haven't guys already realized that in the last 11 years. Um, okay, so with the power of patchouli and take the patchouli and, and maybe sprinkle it around clockwise around the um the candles as you're you're winding up with the power of patchouli infuse infuse the candle with prosperity from above surround and protect me financially and emotionally as i pray that i attract all opportunities that i desire help me open up the floodgates to prosperity and abundance um, thank you very much. <laughs> and thank you very much. Um, I'm, <laughs> so I re restated the goal. I was talking about money and abundance, which was the purpose of the spell. Um, I brought in the positive forces, helping to reinforce what I was trying to figure, you know, spells cast for. And, um, I thank, you always thank him at the end. So usually I would say, I want to thank the powers that be for helping me. It's just very simple. It's whatever words you want to use. Um, I always say thank you. <laughs> That's probably what's going to be on my tombstone someday. I'm just going to say thank you. Uh, right? I say that quite a bit, and you should. Um, and then at the end, 
you can put something like um, bury the bury the wax and the herbs or throw the melted wax and the herbs away or put the melted wax and the herbs in a sachet and stick it in your pillowcase you know it depends what you're doing the spell for but it needs to have a beginning a middle and end first to write the beginning where you introduce the players in the spell and the purpose of the spell the end you bring in um, protective forces you reinstate your goal and you thank them you thank the powers that be for helping you out and you also state what you're going to do with any you know, objects that are left over whether it be herbs or the candles or melted candle wax or oils or whatnot and in the middle of course the middle is obviously your meat your meat and potatoes that's you know where you put a bunch of different things uh, again with prosperity you can have you know a few coins and you put you know coins then around the candle or from the green candle to your candle that is representing you and as you're putting the, the coins down you say these coins represent the money I'm that is going to be attracted to me um, you can have uh, a piece of paper, red ink, and you write down um, the different things you're going to spend the money on that you're looking for, and then you can take some of the patchouli and go with, I don't know, maybe cinnamon, let's do cinnamon. With, with this cinnamon, the universe will help me attract the goals on this paper, and then you put some cinnamon on the paper, and you drag a little bit of cinnamon over to where your candle's at, representing you, and then to round out the three you got coins, you got paper. Um, ah, and then maybe put a stone, something like uh, malch malchite. Malchite's always a good one. Or tiger's eye. Um, and just put, uh, this is the stone that will be my talisman that will help me attract the money and the opportunities and help me achieve my financial goals. And if you want, you can put a little drop of patchouli oil on that maybe a little ginger I like ginger there because ginger is an attracting oil put a little drop of ginger on and um, you know there you've got your you know your three spokes that's the middle of of your spell so the entrance of the spell you let you lit the the white candle which was you the green candle which was money you introduced them both you introduced the purpose of your of your spell then you wrote the end where you sprinkle patchouli around everything and you brought in the forces and you reinstated your goal of money and opportunities and you thank the forces that be the help for helping you and you stated what you're going to do with everything that's left there uh, the stone obviously would be your talisman you'd carry it with you just to let you know um, and then the the middle you've got um, the coins you've got the paper and you've got the stone and bingo bammo you're done that spell's a lot more complicated than than it ever should be, I think. Um, and yeah, to me, that's complicated. To me, there's a lot of moving parts. You really only need to do maybe three lines, you know, like the first line. Um, here is the candle that represents represents my myself and my ability to attract financial abundance. Yeah, there you go. It's green. You light it. And then, like the middle line would be something like um, from this from this day forth, 
all money and opportunities that I desire and is for my greatest good come to me. And then the last one, um, all the money and opportunities that I have ever wanted will come to me and I will use them in a positive manner. Thank you very much for, for helping me out in my financial situation. Boom, done. So it can be just as simple as that. If you don't want to use any anything you don't have to, you can just write words. It can be one sentence with a beginning, a middle, or an end. It all depends on the person, but you need to have a beginning, middle, end, just like you have in every story, in every movie. You gotta have those three, at least those three parts, okay? Okay, I'm gonna make it more complicated than it needs to be, and that is not my goal, because as anyone knows who knows me, I hate complications. Um, but of course I'll throw this in because I just thought of it. If you're trying to make something go away, okay, you want a, something to go away and then you want to bring something to you, whatever you want to go away in the middle part of your spell, state that first. And then whatever you're trying to bring to you, state that second. Because just like, you know, when I, I teach people how to take things out of their, you know, their hearts and their energy space to allow new stuff in, same goes with the spell. If you're trying to bring something new to you, you have to first get away, away from whatever is holding you back. So you always get, get the bad stuff out first. You mention that first. And then you bring in the good, the good yummy stuff because you created room when the old stuff went bye-bye. Okay? Okay. So the holistic item of the week, I want to talk about candle colors since um, we're talking about writing spells. Again, you never have to have a candle. Uh, in a spell, but um, candles, herbs, oil, stones, um, coins, paper, pen, whatever the objects will be, help you focus the energy, okay, in order to um, have the conclusion you're looking for. So a few of my um, favorite candle colors that I, I seem to use, white is fantastic for truth and sincerity, and white can also represent any person that you're doing a spell about, including yourself. Red, absolutely fantastic for passion and desire and strength and sexual love and uh, you know good health. Light blue, um, tranquility, understanding, patience, and also health. Um, green, that's financial, baby. Finances, fertility, and luck. Gold or yellow is for attraction, persuasion, charm, and confidence. Pink is the deep soul-to-soul -soul love and also of honor and peace. Black, that's negativity, evil, loss, confusion, discord. So a black candle is fantastic to light when you're trying to get away from something. You want to light that. Um, purple, um, psychic powers, um, business progress, ambition, power. Um, orange, encouragement, adaptability, stimulation, attraction, and sexual energy. And then this one, this greenish yellow, I, I use this sparingly, quite honestly. It's all about being anger and jealousy and discord and sickness. Um, usually when I have anything negative I'm trying to get rid of, I just go to black. You know, I love black. I don't think black itself is, is an evil color at all. But um, in magic, black is used to represent uh, negativity and discord and evil stuff. So in magic only, that's when you should be using black for stuff like that. Okay, so that is the um, holistic item of the week, the colors 
could he use in magic? And we're at the end. Um, with less, you know, not a whole lot of pain, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me here for Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please give it a rate on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen is the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or Pinterest. And I'm at www.alliefeast.com. Thanks, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye.